For one stunning half-second, as Slater walked through the snowy night towards Boyson's Cafe, he thought he saw the Cloward Boy on East Genesee Street. Usually, it was Carrie's face he thought he saw in the crowd. It was Carrie looking out the window of a bus, or looking up from some table behind him as he studied his reflection in a mirror, or in his nightmares. Carrie, the cigarette dangling from her lips, the slight tip to those lips, almost a smile of amusement, but really a thin little leer. You won't get away with it, Slater. I am. You're dead. But still, telling himself that at such times never quite took away the sliver of terror at the unreal nearness of Carrie. Hallucinations. But still. Only last week he had sent off a Christmas card to Cloward at the penitentiary. If I can ever help you, he had dictated a little note to be enclosed. And oh, Mr. Burr. Miss Ray had looked up from her dictation with misty eyes which worshipped him. Oh, Mr. Burr, to still forgive that boy him, wrecking your life that way. Drunk and oh, sir, you could teach us all about Christian forgiving. Suddenly, as Slater Burr stepped inside Boyson's, shaking the snow from his gray-checked cap, he knew he could not face Jen's relatives that night. He could not face another of Chris's lectures about Jen's life being ruined, nor the nervous frivolity of exchanging gifts by the tree, nor everyone's asking him what the latest was about the plant. The latest was he was losing the plant. Burr manufacturing was going down the drain. Slater put his coat across his lap and ordered a martini. This time he saw Carrie's face reflected in his own eyes as he looked into the bar mirror. Two tiny Carrie faces, two tiny cigarettes with their smoke spiraling up in his corneas. One saying, You're not a success without me, and you never were. And the other? The same. You won't get away with it, Slater. I've been getting away with it for eight years, Carrie. He picked up the martini and walked across to the phone booth. He dialed the McKenzie's. Merry Christmas to all and a happy new year, Chris answered. That was Slater's brother-in-law in a nutshell, Mr. Goody Two-Shoes, spilling over with goodwill and do good. Chris McKenzie, head of PTA, SPCA, and last but oh God never least, the Cantogie County Chapter of AA. Mr. Wonderful, spokesman for the nearly damned, available and declamatory any Friday evening in the basement of the First Presbyterian Church. My name is Chris McKenzie, and I'm an alcoholic. Slater said unto the mouthpiece, My name is Alcoholic, and I'm a Slater Burr. Very amusing, Slater. We've been waiting for you. Boozing it up over there as usual, Chris? I think you ought to search your heart and discover the reason you have to be so defensive, Slater. I'm just having a nice, defensive, ice-cold martini. Very dry, with a defensive twist of lemon, said Slater. He parodied a singing commercial. Remember how great all that booze used to taste? Martinis still do. Did the meeting go badly, Slater? Is that it? You're all dying to know, aren't you, Chris? Jen was wondering is all. Well, put Jen on, said Slater. And by the way, Chris. Yes? I was in Cayuta Trust this morning. Old man Caxton seemed concerned about Jen. I wonder if you think that's any of his business. I didn't say anything to Caxton.
Right after he expressed his concern, he told me his dog had been sick last week. He told me what a fine vet you were.